New Orleans, 1061 Nash Icon. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti in the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceanagrill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Apple. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. Southern Tire, family-owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. Whether it is your personal vehicle or a fleet account, at Southern Tire, we treat your vehicle like our own. At Southern Tire, we have all the latest diagnostic equipment and ASE-certified technicians the dealerships have without the dealership prices. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m., Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. All plumbing services, 985-809-1270. All plumbing services, Ice's Master Plumber number 5327 is a full-service plumbing contractor that can handle all your residential commercial plumbing needs. From repairs to installation of tankless water heaters, gas lines, new construction, or kitchen and bath updates. At All Plumbing Services, we do it all. Serving the South Shore, North Shore since 2006, that's All Plumbing Services. Ice's Master Plumber number 5327. Give us a call at 985-809-1270. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at FrancescaDeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca by Katie's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. 
order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. I'm here with my good friend Mike Delahousie of the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say to Eric? Hey, did I ever tell you have like the perfect face for radio? No, Mike. Did I ever tell you that you have the perfect 24-hour diner? Hey, bud. No, as a matter of fact, you haven't. That's because you don't. Come on, man. You know that ain't nice. And uh, neither is your help. Oh, man. Then why do you eat here so often? Well, my wife says that I'm a glutton. For punishment, the TikTok Cafe, where the video poker is always hot, 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 Causeway and I-10, better known as the intersection of E. coli and salmonella. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you.
have all changed since you hung around But those dreams have remained and they've turned around Who'd have thought they'd need ya? Well, that's why welcome back. Welcome Thank back, Rudy Dixon. <laughs> You're listening to Inside New Orleans. I am your host, Eric Asher. Yes, back from Chicago. Again, uh, birth of our um, second grandchild, our first grandson. My wife and uh, my wife Jan and I were uh, up in Chicago for the last uh, seven days. And I was going to say, I just got to give all the praise to God in heaven again for again the um, a miracle baby. Uh, Julian was born last Friday. Both he and my oldest daughter, Jamie, are healthy and doing well. Uh, thanks for all those that reached out, again, to um, find out what was going on, uh, whether, again, they were trying to find out where, why, where I was, why I wasn't on the air, again, what the situation was. But, again, praise the God for this wonderful miracle. My daughter and her husband, had, again, had, had, had so many heartbreaks since being married, trying to have children. And uh, we are truly blessed as a family, again, to, to welcome Julian into our um, into our family. So it's our second grandchild now. Our first grandchild, Lola, she'll be celebrating her first birthday in Nashville on the 6th of February. So again, Jan and I are very, very, very happy um, and uh, excited about, uh, again, the uh, the future with, uh, again, our, our grandchildren. I also want to thank, again, um, all those that, that, that filled in for us on the, uh, on the show. Um, just some great guys and, and, and some great hosts as well. Um, they did a fantastic job each and every one of those guys. Um, I mean, I can't thank them enough. Uh, it's, it's tough when you have kids that, that again, have, have moved on. Look, a lot of us are dealing with that now, right? Okay? Children that have moved on to, uh, to other cities for the, better, for the betterment uh, of their lives. Uh, matter of fact, in the, you know, reading, catching up with everything um, here in, uh, in New Orleans, you know, there were like four letters to the editor this weekend on out-migration, right? And, and, of course, my family's dealing with it. So, again, um, just, again, special thanks um, to, again, uh, th- those that sat in. Again, uh, Mike and Mike uh, Zan, Scott Craig, uh, doing two days for me. Uh, legendary Ken Berthelot, uh, again, uh, award-winning journalist Les East. Jim Derry, who I think just does a fantastic job on, on his podcast. And, of course, my friend Lanny Van Gilder of CrestedCitySports.com. Uh, all those guys filling in, doing a great job. Thank you so much for, again, your time. Uh, and, again, keeping this, this show rolling. And, of course, again, Rudy back at studio uh, uh, coordinating along with, again, our friend, uh, our good friend, and, of course, our general manager, guy that's in charge of the, the whole shoot match over here at, at uh, Cumulus, uh, Pat Galloway, who, again, was a real big help as well. So we thank, again, and, and the audience who, again, uh, stuck with those guys through, again, the last week or so. So, again, thank you, and thanks for all the great wishes. Uh, and uh, just, again, very, very uh, excited about the future. Uh, with our family, with now, again, our second grandchild. Uh, normal show for us today here on a Thursday. Uh, Gary Smith is going to join us uh, in just a few minutes at 4.15. Ross Jackson will uh, follow him. Some news on the Saints. Uh, Luke Jackson is, uh, Luke, uh, yeah, I think it's Luke Jackson that, uh, Luke Johnson is reporting uh, that the uh, Saints are going to re- restructure uh, Derek Carr's deal. That's no shock. We've been talking about it in this program for a while. He's got $30 million in base salary. That's, what they, that's how they set the, the, the contract up. Uh, so they will, they will again, renegotiate, restructure his deal uh, to open up cap room. Ali Cassell is going to join us talking Pels at 515. Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show, talking LSU uh, at 535. So a full show for us today here on Inside New Orleans. Brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, 
Uh, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. I want to remind everybody with, the, with again, carnival season upon us. Uh, if you're looking to be able to go down to the quarter, make sure you stop in for a cocktail or, again, a great, uh, uh, a great meal. Also remember, if you're in Metairie and you're looking for a spot for the uh, uh, for the upcoming Mardi Gras celebration, there may be some slots available in Bobby Bear's uh, Cajun Cannon uh, Restaurant's parking lot for you to be able to um, uh, to be able to uh, uh, purchase or to rent for the uh, for the Mardi Gras celebration. It's always a great time over at Bobby Bear's, and of course, don't forget both at um, at uh, Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery. There are Bourbon Street balconies uh, at. Uh, at, Mom, at the Old New Orleans Cookery and at Mambo's, they've got their rooftop bar. Uh, they're selling tickets for that now. I'll tell you more about that as we go forward. Uh, again, fantastic uh, opportunity for you to be able to get on one of those balconies and enjoy Mardi Gras from, uh, again, from, uh, from the, by the balcony view, again, the rooftop view over at uh, Mambo's. And, of course, this half hour brought to you by our friends at Old New Orleans Cookery. 205 Bourbon Street, they're open late. They're serving lunch and dinner seven days a week for you. Folks, I'm telling you right now, a fantastic menu, uh, chock full of Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest, but, again, so much more. Something for everyone on the menu. Also, again, am I hearing crickets here? <laughs> Also, uh, again, two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms for you to dine in or have their ne- or have your next event. Uh, of course, again, uh, don't forget picture windows that overlook Bourbon Street that you can literally, again, st- sit there, watch all the craziness while, again, you're enjoying a great cocktail. Again, uh, something off the menu, whether, again, it's appetizers, again, a full-blown meal. An authentic French Quarter courtyard, beautiful by day, spectacular by night, toward the back of the restaurant, a beautiful bar right there for you. Also, again, on the second and third floors, I've mentioned uh, Bourbon Street balconies with private rooms. You can dine there, have your next event. There's a private restroom there as well. Take a picture on, again, their world-famous stairway. Uh, you want to find out more, it's nolacookery.com. That's nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery, part of the Oceana family of restaurants. And remember, if you're getting ready for the upcoming uh, Mardi Gras season, especially if you're heading down to the French Quarter, make sure, again, you're, uh, you'll stop in at one of the Oceana family of restaurants for breakfast, lunch, and dinner over at the Oceana Lunch and Dinner at Old New Orleans Cookery and Mambo's. And remember, the hideout bar right next to Mambo's has live music for you from open to close with a great menu uh, as well. So, again, a lot to get into today. I do want to mention, again, uh, Luke Johnson's um, article uh, where he discusses uh, Derek Carr uh, counting about $35.7 million against the 2024 cap. They got to March 13th to get under the cap, as we know. Uh, and uh, base's base salary is $30 million, which we've been talking about. He, dis- he discussed that, again, they could take all but his veteran minimum of $1.12 million and convert that into a signing bonus, which would lower his cap yet to about $14.2 million, clearing more than $20 million in, in immediate uh, uh, cap relief, according to, to Johnson. And we've talked about it in this program for a long time now that, again, that was going to happen. Uh, again, that's why they that's why they uh, they did this. Now, the question is, again, as Luke brought it up in his uh, article. Will they add voidable years to that? That's something they've been doing for a while now. We'll see how that, how that plays out. All right, let's talk some Tulane. Uh, join us on the program now. He does a great job for the Wave Report, his website, but also for the New Orleans Times Picune and also uh, the advocate and NOLA.com. He is Gary Smith. He's with us each and every week, and I'll say it again as I say each and every week on this program. If you're a Tulane fan, and, again, there's a lot of them coming off the woodwork these days, right? Uh, and you want to keep up with the latest for, for your green wave. You've got to do it over at the Wave Report. Uh, hands down, the, the, great, the best information you'll get when it comes to Tulane Athletics, and you'll get it first at the Wave Report. And Gary joins us in the program now. Gary, how are you, bud? Hey, glad to be on the show. Glad to have you back, my friend. Before we get started, tell the folks about your fantastic website. 
Sure, it's thewavereport.com, um, Tulane.rivals.com. Having some issues with it today. Couldn't uh, couldn't log on. Was going to do a big Ooh. message board post on um, on just on all the kind of linking all the articles on how Michael Pratt's doing at the senior bowl and it won't right. let me in. Uh, I'll, I'll have that. I'll have that figured out by, by uh, this evening or tomorrow morning yeah. at the earliest. But it's, uh, yeah. I'm, yeah, it, was, it was very weird. <laughs> but you know, uh, it happens sometimes, you know, I'm, I'm, yeah. I'm coming back from this yeah. from again, from, from being yeah. away for, for like eight days, right? Seven days total. Uh, as far as that, as far as the show goes. And um, yeah, <laughs> I mean, I'm worried when I get in with this equipment. Okay, is everything going to be okay? Are we going to yeah, have, yeah. have bugs in the equipment now? So yeah, I, I feel you. Yeah, it was, that was an all-time first. It was recognizing my name and then saying that I didn't have access to to to, to make a post. So uh, crazy. I'll get that figured out soon. There you go. Well, let's talk about Michael Pratt and Jawan yeah. Johnson, who have done done, done a great uh, uh, done a great job. Over it's Jackson, right? Juwan Jackson. Yeah, yeah Juwan uh, Jackson. Yeah, sure. Juwan Jackson over in Mobile. Um, I, I love the Senior Bowl. I, I never miss it. I got a chance to cover it back in '05, um, and I, you know it was one of the best times I've had in this business. Uh, not just getting a chance to be able to enjoy again all the festivities that go with the Senior Bowl, but to get a chance to be able to see that up close and personal for the first time. It was an it was an amazing opportunity, and I tell you what, it sure looks like again the Tulane guys are taking advantage of their opportunity in Mobile right now. See, seems so. Um, I've I, I've read a ton of different opinions, and I'd say. Eighty percent of them are very positive about what Michael Pratt has done. Uh, they're obviously tremendous competition <laughs> at this Senior Bowl. If you compare the quarterback roster this year to the quarterback roster last year, it's, it's a it's a night and day day difference with Michael Penix and uh, Bo Nix there, and Spencer Rattler, and, and um, just 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 a bunch of a bunch of big names there. And I'd say the consensus off the first two days of practice is that Pratt. I'd say the consensus was he was the number two quarterback out of that group, um, just behind Penix, and Penix hasn't really wowed them there either. Um, Bo Nix apparently really struggled in, in the passing, but they, they, they've 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 liked Michael Pratt's command on his on short and intermediate throws. They've liked his command in the huddle. They've they've, they've just liked his consistency. Um, I, we'll have to, yeah. You know, the game isn't really that important, but but today's practice, the last day of practice, will be key too in, in that. But it, it does look like he's like he's helping himself and he's certainly he's certainly not hurting himself in uh in in this week it's not quite like ty j spears who just wowed everyone and went, yes. it was just like the all-star last year but but with the considering the competition i think the consensus was pratt was the number five quarterback out of the seven quarterbacks mm-hmm. that were there going in and now they're saying number two out of the number seven so that that pretty much sums it up right there. To me, this is the best crop of quarterbacks we've seen at the Senior Bowl in quite some. It's time. unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I mean, getting it, it helps dramatically that both that two of the, the the second and third place finishers in the Heisman Trophy have some question marks going into the NFL. Uh, obviously, we know the top three quarterbacks are going to be in the draft, so Penix and Bo Nix were kind of four and five going into this, but Bo Nix <laughs> was in a system that wasn't really a a pro style offense and Penix has looked brilliant at times and not so good at other times. And so there were, they needed to go to the senior bowl to, to help their, their draft stock. So, so, so that helped, but the depth, I mean, I, I got a little worried for Michael Pratt when I checked the rosters earlier this week and saw there were seven quarterbacks there four on his team getting mm-hmm. reps. But if you're good, you can you can handle all of that, and it certainly seems like Pratt has has, has helped himself here. Yeah. And, and you also mentioned and Jaquan Jackson. Yes, 
he's gonna, he's helped himself too, and he needs to help himself because the the, the knock on him is going to be his numbers <laughs> too late. Because mm-hmm. um, he has, you know, they've talked about it. he's a good route runner. He's got a lot of speed. He's good after the catch. That was true at Tulane too, but his numbers never really matched uh, that the those attributes and when the NFL looks at that they're going to need an overriding reason to convince them that he's better than what his numbers were at at Tulane and so far it seems like he's done a good job in the practices they are doing exactly that man you know I I leave the city and it seems like basketball goes in the tank (laughs) I mean you know with the Pelicans LSU LSU women a Tulane you I mean I mean they're just going to the tank what's up with the what's up with the Tulane basketball team yeah well, one, the league this year, which seems like it took a hit in in realignment, seems actually like it's better and deeper than it was in the past. And Tulane, Tulane's played just a bunch of close games. And if you play a bunch of close games, you're not going to win all of them. And after beating Memphis in a game that Tulane easily could have lost when they were up seven at halftime, I mean, when they were down seven in the second half and Memphis had a shot at the buzzer that could have won it, um, Tulane lost two games. I mean, the, the tough, the killer was the UTSA game last week on the road. That was a game right. Tulane should have won, and it was uncharacteristic mistakes. I, I, look, I, I talked to the, the fans; they, they've had it with Tulane not rebounding and all that kind of stuff. But that's not why Tulane lost that game. Tulane lost that game because they missed a ton of free throws down the stretch, and Tulane's a good free throw shooting team. I, I don't know mm-hmm. what you do about that. Right. Um, I don't, is it guys putting too much pressure on themselves, or is it just random? And then they still would have won the game, but a guy who hadn't hit a three-point shot all game for UTSA takes an off-balance, not-set three-point shot with two seconds left and switches it, and Tulane loses by one. That was a killer, and I think they had a hangover effect uh, when they played Charlotte at home over the weekend. And Charlotte is one of those teams that was supposed to be – they were supposed to be 13th out of 14 teams in the league, and right now they're tied for first, <laughs> and, and and it looked good. And they, they jumped out to a big lead on Tulane, and then Tulane fought all the way back. And, just and again, Kevin Cross, Tulane's best free-throw shooter, a guy who hit three free-throws with three-tenths of a second left to send the Furman game into overtime when if he did miss one, they would have lost the game. He misses the front end of a one-and-one that would have allowed him to tie it in the last minute, and, and they lost. It's a concern, there's no doubt, Eric, they're, they're, right. they're playing at SMU tonight, and they're they're eight and a half point underdogs. That tells you what, uh, yep. what the feeling is about this team right now. But if they can win that game, the league is so balanced this year; they still have a chance um, to, to to get back into the picture. Um, we'll, we'll see. They've been in like they could be they they could be six and two, and they could be seven and one in the league right now. They could be one and mm-hmm. seven in the league. They've played so many close games, um, or really six and two. They could be, um, and uh, so they they've got to find a way. They've got to get over the hump. They have to have something good happen to them, and they're kind of banged up going into this game. They've um, they they are not sure whether Colin Holloway. Is is going to play. He was a big loss for them against Charlotte, and they're, both of their big men backups are, are, are questionable, too, for, for this game. Percy Daniels with a shoulder injury and Greg Glenn with an eye problem. And, yeah, we'll, we'll see, because if, if they lose tonight, they're 3-6, and six, and that is they, they, they went 12-6 and six in the league last year, and we're certainly expecting to approach that again this season. So, so yeah, Catch- still plenty of time, but it's, time's running out. <laughs> Catching on ESPN2 tonight, right? Yeah. Yeah, ESPN two at uh, six o'clock. It's an early game, and also um, the the uh, the East West Shrine game is being played tonight on NFL Network, and that's only that that's uh, significant because Jarius Monroe, Tulane's cornerback, right. he's he's the one Tulane represented in that, and he apparently has had a very good week. Now there, you better that they don't have the same caliber of players as that. Obviously, sure. as the Senior Bowl does, but 
if you do really well, and Jarius Monroe apparently has in practice, he can help. He can help himself too. Yeah. Uh, what about the uh, privateers? <laughs> yeah, I, I can't even. I, I don't yeah. like. This is this is very. You know, Tulane's lost close games. UNO's lost three of their last four games by twenty five points or more. Mm-hmm. Um, a complete epic defensive collapse where teams can basically drive to the basket and score at will on UNO, and that was kind of true when UNO was winning earlier in the in the conference schedule. But Jordan Johnson scored seventy six points in the two game stretch, and so UNO was able to to, to, to hide that. I don't know that they've got they've got a chance to do something to, um, tomorrow and Monday. They're playing probably the two worst teams in the league mm-hmm. at home: um, Incarnate Word and Houston Christian. Um, Houston Christian, which already beat them uh, on the road, and if they right. can win those two games, they get to five and six. But if they don't start playing better defense, and I don't know, I, you could say it's a lack of effort, but it's been every game. I'm not. They just don't seem capable of guarding people this year, and if that doesn't change, it doesn't matter what they do this weekend. They're they're headed for 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 a long season. So, uh, it, but 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 first, they absolutely have to win both games this weekend to to stop the to stop the rot because this is this is the roughest stretch in by far in Mark Schlesinger's career. I mean, they've just they've just been just 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 blown out game after game after game recently. Um. Let's talk a little Tulane baseball, uh, maybe mm-hmm. a little preview for the audience. Your thoughts on, again, how this team's going to look this year? My honest assessment on that is I have no idea, Eric, just because it's all on the on, on the pitching. Um, they mm-hmm. they basically brought in an entirely new pitching staff because they had to. Um, <laughs> they, their pitching was wretched last year, and they lost their two best pitchers off of that that staff, um, Dylan Carmouche and, uh, was one of them. And uh, so it's... It, it complete. I think the hitting is going to be okay. Um, they, I mean, T.O. Banks is back for his junior year. He was the preseason conference player of the year. He's a fantastic player. Brady Margette is going to have a monster year this year, I think, at first base. Um, he was part of that same recruiting class, and they're hoping Jackson Lynn returns to form. He had 352 as a freshman and then tore his UCL near the end of that year. If, as a hitter, you can play through that, but you can't really play through it. And he hit 202 last year, um, and uh, they're hoping he returns to form. I think they'll be good enough at the plate, but it, it, it all depends on the pitching. They brought in a bunch of transfers from big-time programs, but when you transfer from a big-time program, it means you probably didn't have a lot of success there. Right. And it's going to be—it's totally up to those guys. I mean, they—they they, they couldn't. They, <laughs> I, I, I would say they had no pitching last year, and that might be an insult to the word "no." That's how bad they were. I mean, their, <laughs> their, 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 their team ERA was over seven, I think. I mean, it was, it was, they couldn't—they right. they couldn't get people out. They couldn't—they they couldn't get control. And that's going to determine if they're pitching and pretty and baseball is a sport. You dramatically change your roster from year to year. If these mm-hmm. guys pan out, they have a chance to do something, but I haven't seen them yet. So I, the jury's out. Have you had a chance to, to look into UNO at all yet? Or are you, are you waiting on the season to start? Still waiting on the season to start, but I'm hearing good things about UNO this year. Um, Blake, Blake Dean's an excellent coach. Yes, he um, is. He's working with, I don't know how to, uh, <laughs> Less advantages than some of the other schools in, the, in their mm-hmm. league in terms of recruiting and stuff like that, and he fields a competitive team every single year. Um, I, I, and I, I know he, I, I have heard he likes what he has coming back. UNO has not been able to get over the hump and get and, and win the conference tournament since he's been there, but they've come close a couple of times, and I think they're going to be in that same situation this year where they're going to be in the picture, and it's just going to be a matter can they can they win the conference tournament? No doubt, and I tell you what. Um, 
every Tulane fan I talked to is buzzing about Coach Summer on what he's been able to do so far. <laughs> I mean, again, yeah. people are just ecstatic. This is the this is the biggest. Uh, I mean, obviously, other than winning the Cotton Bowl and right. winning the champ, the AAC championship uh, in 2022, I've never seen this type of buzz around around Tulane football. It, 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 it's awesome to see. And look, I again, I, I had a one on one interview with him a couple of weeks ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can, all you have to do is just be around that guy for a few minutes, and you can see. And, and he just emanates positivism and just confidence and just the belief that he's going to get the job done. And of course, he has the track record to prove it. On top of that. Yep, no doubt about it. Gary, I always appreciate your time, my man. Tell us tell us about your website. What you got coming up for us uh, in, in the paper and online? What will you be writing about? Sure. sure. Um, the website, again, is um, Tulane.Rivals.com, TheWaveReport.com. Um, again, less than about $8 a month. And if you're a Tulane fan and a terrific bargain for the content you're going to get, spring practice, they announced the spring, the spring practice date, dates are, that, are, that are coming up. It's a little later this year than it has been in the past. Um, I think March 12th is the first day. Mm-hmm. You won't get, you'll get blanket coverage of every single practice there. Um, and and on the, it should be live now. I just actually wrote a feature on the Tulane baseball team on the loyalty that T.O. Banks and Brady Margett and Jackson Lynn have, have shown the baseball program and to, and, and to Jay Ullman because they had all, multiple opportunities out of high school in the draft and then mm-hmm. in the transfer portal if they don't wanted to leave, and they stuck around for their third year. And they, they believe in Ullman, and they believe that Tulane can be successful. And, you know, it, uh, it, it starts with those three guys because those three guys are going to have big years this year. That's it, and, and Yeah, so there you and so it would sure on, be on nice to see why them they, back in the why mix. Why they again. stayed? Yeah, because right. it's, it's rare. And I mean, I mean T.O. Banks was the was just unbelievable at the end of last year. You mm-hmm. know, if he he would have had all kinds of offers to to go to sure. to, to, to schools, and he had no interest in it. Um, and and you know, he entered the transfer portal after. That Travis Jewett got fired two years ago, but he, but the second Jay Ullman was announced as a coach, he got out because he likes Jay Ullman so much. He was the guy that recruited him in the first place, and the same goes for Brady Margett and uh, and Jackson Lynn. Look, there's there's obvious questions about the direction of the Tulane baseball program, but those three guys don't have any questions about it, and they're playing, so that's a good start. Agreed. There you go, Gary. Thanks for the time, my friend. We'll do it again next week, as always. We appreciate you, my man. Thanks for having me on. There he goes, Gary Smith. Again, great job. And I tell you, I say it all the time. Can cover, can can talk about anything in sports. Okay, local, national, doesn't matter. My man can handle it for you, Gary Smith. Make sure you're checking him out online at Gary Smith on X. All right, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating Generator Sales Service and and electrical needs. That's right, uh, electric electricians on site. But I'm talking to you about generators because again, a lot of folks losing power. Uh, well, you know, I know everybody's talking about the grid's going to be rebuilt. Yeah, okay. It's going to take some time. You have that kind of time? If you're if you're working from home, if you have a, a, a family member, that, again, that needs the power on, or again, you're just tired of the power going out in your neighborhood, uh, call my friends at Burkhart. They are the experts when it comes to Generac, genera- generators, install, and service. Uh, Jason Burkhart will come out to your home or your business, sit down with you, do a consultation. He's just sitting there, again, to educate you on your options. Uh, if you've done the research... It's going to be a pretty easy and, and pretty quick meeting because, again, at that point, he'll offer you, again, a uh, opportunity to finance that generator over time. You guys, uh, Burkhart will do everything in their power to give you a single-day install. Uh, with that, again, they offer you a new install quality check after one month. That means, again, the Burkhart uh, or generator team member will come out show you how to operate the system. 
At Burkhart, they offer you emergency service, maintenance service. They have a warehouse fully stocked with all the parts you need for your generator. But also, again, generators in stock right now ready to be installed in your home, uh, again, or your business. Uh, Burkhart takes care of the entire process for you, from planning to permits to inspections. Again, they make it so easy for you. Uh, and, of course, their dedicated generator team, again, are second to none when it comes to installation and also maintenance of a, of a Generac generator. Hey, increase that property value. Have that peace of mind of knowing when the power goes out in your neighborhood, your power stays on. And right now, you get a Generac generator for less than $4 a day. That's right, $4 a day. It's less than a cup of coffee. Give up one, one cup of coffee, and you get your generator ready to standing by. Whenever the power goes out, it kicks in. Uh, if we have a tropical event, uh, that means, again, you can make the decision to either stay because you have power or come back a little bit earlier because you have power. It's a win-win-win with Burkhart and Generac Generators. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana family of restaurants. That would be Oceana Grill serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner daily, seven days a week. Mambo's, again, with, again, fantastic um, uh, uh, Bourbon Street Balcony, as well as, again, uh, the only rooftop bar on Bourbon Street. And then, of course, again, lunch and dinner, as well as fantastic cocktails. Old New Orleans Cookery has a bourbon, has two Bourbon Street balconies available for you to dine or to be able to ha- have for your next event. And, of course, a fantastic menu as well. Right next to Mambo's is the Hideout Bar with, again, live music and great uh, cocktails, as well as, again, uh, a great menu for you. Uh, they are there, again, having music from open to close. And, of course, Route Metairie, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, Again, available uh, parking spots available for the upcoming Metairie Parades. Also, again, a great place to grab a bite to eat for lunch and dinner. And, of course, if you're a, uh, a sports fan, 30-plus TVs, you'll never miss a play. All part of the Oceana family of restaurants. Get out there and enjoy a great meal or a cocktail at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Coming up next, Ross Jackson, Locked on Saints podcast. I'm Eric Asher. Thanks for being there. We'll be right back. New Orleans, the North Shore, and worldwide at NashFM1061.com. Country for Life, 1061, Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Wendy's. When you think Wendy's Biggie Bag, think your go-to meal deal. Because with your choice of JBC or crispy chicken sandwich, plus four-piece nugs, junior fries, and a small soft drink, Biggie hits every time. So grab a Wendy's Biggie Bag today. U.S. price and participation may vary. Third-party delivery pricing may be higher. Eastbound Crescent City Connection, Lafayette to the I-10 merge, taking 33 minutes. There is an accident uh, after Old Toll Plaza. It's going to be a little slow from Whitney right now. HOV lanes are taking about 20 minutes. Also seeing stop-and-go traffic westbound I-10 from North Claiborne to the Claiborne flyover. Westbound I-10 downtown to Kenner, 19 minutes, a six-minute delay. General DeGaulle at Wall Boulevard working an accident. I'm Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory. 467 Hickory Avenue, open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soups, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue, 
in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. From your friends at Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyers, laissez les bons temps rouler. Let's make this Mardi Gras season fun, festive, and safe for all. Don't drink and drive. Please use rideshare or a designated driver. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, the Hideout Bar, and Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Planning to go to the Mardi Gras in, in Metairie? Make sure you make a stop at Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. Uh, cocktails, great food for you. Way to, again, a, ba- a place to be able to kind of ch- chill, maybe go to the restroom. And, of course, remember, they are renting out parking spots for you for the Metairie Parade Route. Uh, just, again, uh, contact them at uh, bobbyabears.com, or you can contact the restaurant as well to find out if there are any openings. But, again, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. It's a place where you can go get a fantastic meal, but also a place where you can enjoy, again, sporting events. 30-plus TV screens for you to enjoy, again, uh, your favorite sporting events. And, of course, even TVs in the restrooms, you'll never miss a play. Amazing cocktails by some of the great mixologists we have in the city. And, of course, an incredible beer selection. And that menu has something for everyone on it. Of course, again, you can check out uh, all the great memorabilia because Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique because of that perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Yes, you know about the Louisiana cuisine. Fantastic menu for you. But some of the memorabilia is one-of-a-kind memorabilia that adorns the walls of Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. It's like a sports museum. They're open seven days a week for you. Lunch and dinner, 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. It's Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, proud sponsor of our Thursday program. Ross Jackson joins us now from Locked on Saints podcast, doing a fantastic job breaking down the Saints at the Senior Bowl, giving you a bird's eye view of everything that's going on. And of course, again, uh, does a fantastic job uh, on our program as well. Ross, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Hey, buddy. Doing great. Doing great. Glad to be back with you. Glad to be glad to have you back. Before we get started, tell the folks about the podcast and where folks can find all your fantastic written work as well. Absolutely. You can find the uh, Locked on Saints podcast uh, wherever you get podcasts and on YouTube as well. You can find all the written work over at Saints News Network. You can find it all in one place on your favorite social media at Ross Jackson NOLA and OLA. 
Ross, uh, first, again, you've been down in Mobile, which is always a really good time. It's like a coaching convention. You get to see a lot of coaches, but, again, you get a chance to talk to Jeff Ireland as well as, again, check out the prospects. Let's talk Jeff Ireland first, your, 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 uh, your interviews with, uh, with, uh, with Ireland this week. Talk, talk a bit about that, what he had to say about, about the Saints, uh, again, hit the front office, et cetera. Yeah, I think the well, you know, one of the biggest takeaways is just sort of like how this is the beginning of the process for them. You know, for him and his department, they've been looking at these you know senior bowl guys for years. You know, in terms of scouting them and getting to know them throughout their collegiate days and things like that. But then, you know, it's kind of the first introduction to the coaches and all for for many of these players, or first introduction of the players to the coaches, right? Depending upon which way you look at it. And they've you know done some things. There was a report that came out about them meeting with uh, Tulane's Jaquan Jackson and things like that, though a young wide receiver as well as a couple of other players and stuff. They've, you know, they've got kind of structured meeting schedules with a bunch of players, if not all players, and things like that. And so they'll get an opportunity to touch base with everybody. So it's kind of highlighted sort of the importance of this being in the beginning of that process. And the thing to keep in mind, too, just as a fan looking in at this, too, is that things like the senior bowl, the combine, free agency visits, pro days, stuff like that, that all becomes really valuable for the NFL draft. But in four years, uh, after these players are drafted and have lived out their, you know, rookie contracts, in some cases five years if you drafted in the first round. And then, you know, players become, you know, free agents, uh, you know, four years into their career or they potentially go up on the trading block, you know, one sort of, you know, last year before the uh, their, their contract is done, all that. Um the, all of these kind of reviews and evaluations become really important then, you know, so they still kind of go back to all this and it's sort of treated sure. as Jeff Island explained to me as a quote, historical document. So just a little interesting mm-hmm. tidbit there. Uh, spoke, to, spoke a little bit as well about Trevor Penning. They still feel very high on him. They still feel that he has something to contribute. They like his strength, his athleticism, all that kind of stuff, but they just want to make sure that he gets another one of the off seasons in and all. And so it sounds like he's going to get an earnest run to be back at left tackle. Uh, going into mm-hmm. 2024, we'll see if he's able to make good on that opportunity over the course of the game. Ross Jackson with us. Ross, um, are you are you surprised that neither Harley nor Ireland were offered general manager positions? Yeah, and, and, and beyond them not being offered, I was really surprised that they only interviewed one place each, right? Jeff Ireland yeah, interviewed right, with the right. Chargers, and then Harley interviewed uh, with, with the Carolina Panthers, mm-hmm. and which is a job that I imagine most people would be wanting to stay away from right now, the Carolina Panthers job anyway. But I was very surprised that they not only didn't get a gig, but they, they only got interviewed you know, at one place each. Um, I, I don't think that's a poor reflection on them. I think maybe, you know, we don't know. We never really know the details about, you know, was something mm-hmm. offered and they turned it down and things like that. But, you know, I, I think it's, it's a fortuitous situation for the New Orleans Saints to, look, have another salary cap hill to climb uh, that can really benefit from a, a strong draft class, uh, that yes. can really benefit from adding young talent and undrafted free agency, all those things, and, and, and both of those guys whether single-handedly or with the help of others, are, are massively important to both of those processes. So that's very important for the, the future of the New Orleans Saints. And so i uh, surprised that they're not headed elsewhere, but I'll tell you, if I'm the New Orleans Saints, I'm really excited that they didn't head out anywhere. Yeah, if you're a fan, you should be excited as well. Cody Rager goes to the Broncos. Uh, Peyton Poached, another uh, me- a member of the, of the Saints organization. Your thoughts and how big of a loss? Yeah, I mean, you know, it's a pretty pretty big loss for a team that, you know, does a lot of good work uh, scouting and things like that. But it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the loss of one person amongst a, a large contingent and a large team of people that kind of universally come together and do that. I think it's probably more of a more of a gain for the Broncos than it is for the Saints a loss, if that makes sense, because for Sean... For Sean Payton over there, it at least gives him an opportunity to get somebody that knows the style of player that he likes, 
who you know he likes to work with. What's the makeup of the player he wants in the locker room? Uh, what's the you know the this the sort of skill set and tool set that meets the scheme, matches the scheme, things like that. So I think it's a, a big benefit for him. But for the Saints, it's one of those losses that you know you you applaud you know one of your guys for getting another opportunity somewhere else, right. and, and you wish him well, and then you keep operating it as you were. No surprise that Pete Carmichael ends up with the Broncos, huh? Oh yeah, big surprise, big surprise. <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was one of those ones. It was like the, I think it was the first day of uh, of football yeah. practices, and we were out there, and the news hit, and you know everybody that was kind of you know keeping mm-hmm. an eye on what's going on with the Saints, we all kind of looked at each other and went, oh. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That makes sense. Yeah, it's exactly yeah. what we all expected. But again, I mean, it, it's another it's another good move for for Sean Payton in terms of making sure mm-hmm. that he's got guys around him that understand right. how he operates, what it is that he's looking for, all that. It, it seems like the the natural sort of progression for Pete Carmichael to to eventually end up over in Denver. I don't want to do a deep dive on the Broncos, but it, it almost feels like again Payton is, is gaining much more power, and then this is becoming like the New Orleans Saints West. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, look when you're, you know, the everything about the New Orleans Saints culture-wise, even to this day, is still built off of things that Sean Payton did, sure. right? I mean, you know, when we talk about it right now, and you know, now there's a conversation around a culture shift and all that. But over the course of the past few years, everything that the Saints have done have been about maintaining the culture that was a part of, you know, what Sean Payton built. So where Sean Payton goes, that culture, that culture is going to follow. And so he's sure. finding the guys that are going to end up, you know, being able to kind of. Uh, help support that, um, not only help support that culture, but also maybe even elevate that culture a little bit. Mm-hmm. And so, yeah, it's not, not super surprising to, to see it, but it is interesting to watch as we've seen, um, you know, this, the, the Saints uh, sort of slowly, you know, pieces of the culture start to migrate yeah. its way, uh, way west over to uh, Denver. No doubt. Ross Jackson with us, Locked on Saints podcast. All right. I got the question. I get the question all the time. I'm sure you're getting in as well. When Saints, 10, 10 offensive coordinator candidates have been interviewed and counting. Is it due diligence on their part or lack of interest on the part of the candidates? Your thoughts? Yeah, I think it's due diligence. Um, I, if, if, as far as I understand it from talking to people here in Mobile, they haven't offered the job to, to anyone. You know, it wasn't a situation where they offered the job to somebody and they turned it down or anything like that. Um, you know, even with Gerard Johnson having recently pulled his way out of the OC, um, you know, uh, sort of uh, campaign that he was that he was kind of running, he had interviewed for a ton of OC spots, and of course as the the Houston Texans uh, quarterback coach, and now he's returning to the Houston Texans in the same role because he was given you know a pay raise and a little bit of a promotion in terms of all that, and and that was enough to keep him there, but he wasn't offered uh, the Saints offensive coordinator job, so. I, look, I, I think that you'll probably see some. I wouldn't be surprised to see the offensive coordinator search go beyond the Super Bowl. I think guys like Clint Kubiak and Brian Greasy, who are both working with the San Francisco 49ers, are you know, one of, if not both, those guys might be at the top of the Saints list, and so they're willing to wait that out. But in the process, keep interviewing. Keep finding out if maybe somebody comes in and kind of like knocks your socks off or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so you see them you know, adding some of these other candidates late, like a Greg Lewis, like a, a Luke Getze and things like that. Well, Luke Getze was a second interview anyway, but um, but yeah, I, I wouldn't be surprised if maybe what's happening here is that the top candidate is one of those guys that's coaching in the Super Bowl. The Saints know that, that the Saints might know that that's who they want to go after, and if that's right. the case, while they're waiting for that to wrap up over in um, you know over for the Super Bowl, then they're, they'll continue to interview and kind of add to the list. Who do you like? I like Clint Kubiak, the uh, passing game coordinator over with the San Francisco 49ers. He had some ups and downs. 
as an offensive coordinator with the Minnesota Vikings, but it, it was a very different system then. He was using his bad system, the Gary Kubiak system, which is about like right. six or seven plays over on offense. And what you're doing effectively is sequencing those plays, trying to you know create a couple of tendencies, maybe break those tendencies, or you know you do some things where you pair an outside zone run to where the, the you know the offense is moving all in unison to one direction, and then you come off of that and you run kind of a boot action, which takes the quarterback back to the other side, but is run off of that same outside zone run look to help fake out the defense and things like that. So you just kind of have to know how to sequence those. And I think for a guy like Clint Kubiak, who was really, really green at that time back in 2021, Mm -hmm. didn't really know the why in terms of like how to best sequence all these things. You can certain coverages, certain, you know, aggressive blitzes and things like that. The next year when he was in Denver as a play caller, did much better there. Now he spent some time with Kyle Shanahan and in that Kyle Shanahan system. So my, my frame of reference has always been that if he shows up to your interview with the Kyle Shanahan, uh, playbook, then we can play ball. Right. We can talk here. If he shows up with the Gary Kubiak playbook, then, you know, it's okay. Mm. We'll see you another time, you know, but yeah. I think that more than likely he's walking in with that Kyle Shanahan influence. And that's the system that everybody wants to sink their teeth into right now. And I think the New Orleans Saints are included in that. Uh, Luke Johnson is reporting again, that the Saints are going to restructure Derek Carr's contract. You and I have discussed this in the past. We discussed in this program, no, no surprise there, but how do you think they're going to go about this? Yeah, I think it'd be pretty standard, pretty standard restructure to where they'll, you know, build out the, they'll take, you know, a bunch of it, turn into a signing bonus. Maybe they'll move some to a roster bonus or something like that. But in any case, that would still be guaranteed money at a later time. And so there's a couple of different ways that they can go ahead and move stuff around. But, you know, they'll, they'll restructure his contract. They'll save, you know, 20, 20 plus million dollars on, on doing so. And that's big when you're 80 plus million dollars over the salary cap. It's right. no big surprise. Yes, this does effectively, though, marry the New Orleans Saints to Derek Carr, mm-hmm. not only for 2024, but also potentially for 2025, uh, unless right. you're willing to take the dead money hit. And if you're willing to take the dead money hit, then something went terribly wrong in 2024 anyway. So you're probably right. in a little bit more of a rebuild phase, so you're okay to kind of go the tamper route, what we saw in 2023, where they kind of mm-hmm. ate all of that dead cap, got the veteran quarterback on an, on an easy deal, and then just kind of you know went into 2023, and it worked out for them. Uh, it doesn't right. work out for everybody. But that's the concession that you make when you make these types of uh, decisions and you make these types of moves. So I think that's really kind of the biggest sticking point for some fans that maybe aren't the biggest fans of Derek Carr. Uh, but I think right. that where you see where this offense can go with a new offensive coordinator, what he looked like towards the end of the season, I don't blame the New Orleans Saints for betting on themselves and saying, hey, we'll restructure the contract, get below the salary cap, continue to add talent, and then, and then believe mm-hmm. that the offense will be improved in 2024. Well, that, this is how they set it up, right, Ross? I mean, again, they, they gave him yeah. the $30 million base knowing they were going to go to him and, 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 again, really kind of you know kick the can down the road and borrow for that so they get under the cap, right? Yeah, exactly. This wasn't a decision that they just made. You know, no. This was uh, something that was planned out when they built out the mm-hmm. contract. They already sure. knew what they were going to do here for 2024. They already know what they want to do for 2025. Heck, they already know what they want to do for 2026 and 2027, too, if everything mm-hmm. works the plan. So I, yep. I, I think you're absolutely right. You, you build out that contract. You specifically put some of these, you know, load a bunch of this money into the base salary situation, and then you're still operating under some of the guaranteed at signing money as well. Mm-hmm. And, and so you're just restructuring that and taking money that's effectively guaranteed and just taking it out over the course you know, of, of a couple of years. So there'll be some dead money that gets, that gets made a part of that, but the Saints have an allotment and an idea of like what percentage of their salary cap each year is allotted for dead cap and how they borrow against that each year. It doesn't matter what names are attached to that. That's the pool. And I think that this will easily operate within that. 
Ross Jackson with us for a couple of minutes. Ross, I got a couple of minutes. Uh, anybody, some some players that maybe impressed you this week at the Senior Bowl? Yeah, I'll start on the offensive line. I think that's maybe the biggest need for the Saints going into this offseason, uh, particularly when they're looking at draft prospects. I mean, um, you know, and they'll have free agency ahead of this. But some of the guys in the draft and and, and out here in, in Mobile that really impressed me from there. Um, uh, Talisa Fuaga out of uh, Oregon State, just an absolute brick wall. Nobody was getting past them. He was just sort of this dominating presence, dominating force. Uh, days one, two, and three, just incredibly athletic player, really strong player as well. Patrick Paul, oh, uh, Fuaga, by the way, would be more of a first-round selection, maybe right at 14. Uh, if they wanted to wait until the second round, a guy like Patrick Paul out of University of Houston is another one that just played extremely well. Played on both sides of the line, got a little bit more work, kind of showed off his versatility and everything a little bit. But he's another one of those guys, six foot six, three thirty-two, maybe six foot seven. But plays, you know, no. But even though he's six foot seven, no defensive linemen were able to get the lower leverage on him. He bends really well, does a lot of really things, a lot of really good things. Um, I like both of those guys a lot. And then uh, another one that I really like too is um, Kingsley Suama Mataya, the um, the offensive tackle from BYU. Uh, who's got you know a lot of athleticism, can play both sides of the line, uh, can get outside, and you know he can get downfield on a screen pass and all these other things. Uh, all three of those guys were a ton of fun to watch. And so if the Saints are looking at investing in tackle, which I think would be wise, uh, some of the Senior Bowl guys here, there was a good crop to pick from. Beautiful. Ross, thanks for the time as always, my friend. I certainly appreciate it. Tell us all about your podcast, the written work, what you got coming up for us, and how folks can follow you on social media. Yeah, absolutely. You can find the Locked on Saints podcast wherever you get podcasts. And on YouTube, Britain Work is over at Saints News. I'll be right putting out a, uh, an article here in a little bit around what I learned here at the Senior Bowl, including some you know, little nuggets about where the Saints are and where they're headed. So we'll have that coming up for you, as well as, of course, keep you up to date with all of it over on Locked on Saints as well. You can find it all in one place as well uh, on your favorite social media at Ross Jackson, NOLA and OLA. Thank you, my friend. Certainly appreciate you joining us each and every week. Have a fantastic week, and we'll check in with you next week. Absolutely, buddy. Take care, stay safe, and I'll talk to you here soon. There he goes, Ross Jackson. Again, Locked on Saints podcast is a fantastic job covering the Saints. And I'm telling you right now, I say it every week, you should be listening to this podcast. You want to keep up with what's going on with the Saints because he's got you covered, that's for sure. All right, we're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll wrap up our number one. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar. Remember, Bobby Bear's Cajun Counter Restaurant will be open during the Mardi Gras celebration for the Metairie, on the Metairie Parade route. There may be some spots available in their parking lot to be able to uh, to rent. Go to bobbybears.com to find out more. Mambo's and Old New Orleans Cookery, uh, Old New Orleans Cookery has their balcony available for you. Again, uh, it's, it's with, again, laid out with, again, cocktails and food. All, again, uh, it's always a great time. And, of course, Mambo's has their authentic French Quarter uh, courtyard um uh, available, but also again, uh, uh, they also again have their rooftop bar that's going to be available to rent uh, for the upcoming uh, Mardi Gras celebration. Of course, Oceana Grill serving breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Uh, make sure again, if you're looking for a fantastic place to grab a bite to eat, some cocktails, get together with friends or family, whether it's in the French Quarter and Metairie, it's the Oceana Family of Restaurants. All right, we'll take a break. We come right back. Don't move. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. 
Hi, Eric Asher here with my good friend Mike Delahousie, the TikTok Cafe. What'd you say, Eric? Hey, Mike, you know what my prescription medication the TikTok Cafe have in common? What's that? They cause drowsiness, dizziness, nausea, cramps, diarrhea, blurred vision, muscle aches, gas, heartburn, upset stomach, constipation, weight changes, decreased sex drive, impudence, dry mouth, ringing in the ears, depression. Oh, yeah, and suicidal thoughts. It's the TikTok Cafe, Causeway I-10 in Metairie. Contractors, tired of the runaround when you need an insurance quote? At Dave Mead Insurance, we are an independent insurance agency, so we make it easy to get that quote for your next job. We offer general liability, workman's comp, automobile and property insurance, and we will search over 50 insurance companies to get the right policy at the best price. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMeadInsAgency.com. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun, 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. The best ice chests in the world are made right here in Mandeville, Louisiana. And if you're a perfectionist, you need Kysik, the best engineered ice chest in the world. It's the ice chest that keeps things cold the longest. Simply go to Kysik.com and order yours today. In Louisiana, not only do we cook great crawfish, we also make the world's best ice chests. Go to KYSEK.com, that's Kysik.com, and get your ice chest today. This report is sponsored by Mucinex Fast Max Kickstart. Good job, guys! You sound like you're feeling better, Coach. Yep, took Mucinex Kickstart. Now back in the game. New Mucinex Kickstart, all in one and done relief with a morning jolt of instant cooling sensation. Buy now. Use as directed. Eastbound Crescent City Connection, Lafayette to the I-10 merge, taking 33 minutes. There is an accident uh, after Old Toll Plaza. It's uh, going to be a little slow from Whitney right now. HOV lanes are taking about 20 minutes. Also seeing stop-and-go traffic westbound I-10 from North Claiborne to the Claiborne flyover. Westbound I-10 downtown to Kenner, 19 minutes, a six-minute delay. General DeGaulle at Wall Boulevard working an accident. I'm Michael Higgins, New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating, generous sales and service, and also, again, electric. You can handle all your electrical needs. Uh, AC's not working. Yeah, we're going to be in AC, right? Heating system needs an upgrade, or again, maybe, again, you need to uh, you have some issues with it. You need to uh, repair. 
Uh, my friends at Burkhardt have you covered. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call for the company, home of business, and a company I've trusted for decades. You can trust Burkhardt. Whether it's air conditioning system, heating system, whether you're looking for a generator for your home or your business, or again, you need electrical needs. They got you covered. It's a one-stop shop. It's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and of course, again, don't forget about the hideout bar. All are open seven days a week. All are open for you for lunch and dinner. Oceana has you covered with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Get out there and enjoy a great cocktail or a meal at one of the Oceana family restaurants. I'm Eric Asher. You're listening to Inside New Orleans. We'll be right back. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studio, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Your station for prep sports year-round. We are WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans, 106.1 Nash Icon. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. It matters who does your taxes. When you get your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt, prepare to shout, Jackson Hewitt, yeah, from the rooftops. In the event you don't get your biggest refund, You'll get your money back, plus a hundred bucks. Well, your Thursday is looking like a partly cloudy and relatively cool day today. Temperatures this afternoon will be rising for most of us into the mid-60s. No rainfall in the forecast for your Thursday. Friday is going to be a partly cloudy day as well. Temperatures will be rising to the upper 60s to the low 70s. Rain chances are very low. A spotty shower or two is a possibility, but not more than that. On Saturday, the weather changes quite a bit. Temperatures are very similar in the mid to the upper 60s, but the rain chances, well, they're up to about an 80% chance. It looks like the worst of that's going to be arriving late afternoon and into the evening hours. From the WDSU Weather Center, this is WDSU meteorologist Damon Singleton. At Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating, their number one priority is treating people right. Take it from me, Eric Asher. It means getting there quickly in an emergency. They'll be on time and do a perfect job. And it means they promise to give everyone a fair price every time. So if you're looking for a better experience from your generator AC company, or you just got a big quote from someone else and you want a second opinion, let the folks at Burkhardt earn your trust and treat you right. Visit acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. And tell them Eric sent you. Hi, Eric Ash with celebrity chef Scott Craig of Katie. Scott, you have to be excited about Katie's expanded second floor seating and private dining rooms. Yeah, but how about my vast local sports knowledge? You know sports, but shouldn't we be talking about your award-winning Sunday brunch? I'd rather talk about the Saints and the Pels. How about your award-winning pizza or daily specials? How about them Saints? I admit you have a great take on local sports, but what about Katie's award-winning menu? Okay, folks, I invite you to dine at Katie's. Eric and I don't have to brag about the food at Katie's. The food speaks for itself. Katie's open seven days a week in the heart of Mid-City at 3701 Oppenheim. Oceana Grill, bourbon at Conti and the French Quarter. Voted top 10 U.S. restaurant for everyday dining by TripAdvisor. Open seven days a week, home in New Orleans' best breakfast. There's something for everyone on our menu. Serving Cajun Creole dishes that will delight for lunch and dinner. Fantastic cocktails that will amaze. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter courtyard. We have five private rooms that can accommodate from 10 to 120 guests for dining or your next event. Oceana Grill is family friendly, but perfect for an incredible dining experience with friends or that special someone. Order online for delivery at Oceana Grill.com. Oceana Grill is the best time off Bourbon Street. 
great. Southern Tire, family owned and operated since 1972. Southern Tire is your one-stop shop for quality auto repairs and the best deals on tires. We offer a large selection of tires that will fit your budget no matter what you drive. In the market for a new set of wheels at Southern Tire, we are your wheel experts. Choose from our large selection of wheels and tires up to 30 inches. Financing available. Hickory and Airline in Mentory open Monday through Friday from 8 a.m. to 6 p.m. Saturday from 8 a.m. till 3 p.m. Give us a call now at 504-737-1558 to schedule an appointment or go to southerntire.com and check out all the services we provide to our customers. All plumbing services, 985-809-1270. All plumbing services, licensed master plumber number 5327 is a full-service plumbing contractor that can handle all your residential commercial plumbing needs. From repairs to installation of tankless water heaters, gas lines, new construction, or kitchen and bath updates. At All Plumbing Services, we do it all. Serving the South Shore, North Shore since 2006, that's All Plumbing Services. Isis Master Plumber number 5327. Give us a call at 985-809-1270. Bobby Iver's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, voted the number one restaurant in Metairie by TripAdvisor. A place where you can enjoy a great meal with family or hanging out with friends watching the game. A mouthwatering menu that has something for everyone. Amazing cocktails and an incredible beer selection. TVs everywhere. You'll never miss a play. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant is unique. The perfect combination of Louisiana sports culture and authentic Louisiana cuisine. Order online for delivery at BobbyAbears.com. Open seven days a week for lunch and dinner at 4101 Veterans at Lake Villa. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant. So good. Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Francesca is offering a menu that includes family meals, daily specials, delicious sides, award-winning pizza, New Orleans Best Burgers, Poor Boys Muffaladas, and family recipes. A St. Louis-style deli with sandwiches and sodas. Wine and beer also available. Check out our menu online at francescadeli.com. Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-266-2511. Dine indoors, dine outdoors, or use our delivery services. That's Francesca Bacchetti's, 515 Harrison Avenue in Lakeview. Mambo's. 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Hey, Eric, welcome to the newly renovated TikTok. Come on in. Quick, close the door, Mike. You're letting the flies out. All right, don't start that again. Hey, look, we've been back operating almost two months now. Yeah, and your sign should say, sorry, we're back open. Stop. Come on. So what do you think about the new paint job and the repaved parking lot? I think you can put lipstick on a pig, but it's still a... All right, enough is enough. The TikTok Cafe open 24-7 at the intersection of Causeway and I-10 in Metairie. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery.
tells it like it is. You want a pick? He's got him. You want information? He's got it. You want a host who is New Orleans? You found him. Eric Asher and Inside New Orleans. <laughs> Welcome back. Hour number two of Inside New Orleans, 106.1 FM on your radio dial, iHeartRadio app, TuneIn Radio app, our digital platforms on the World Wide Web at NashFM1061.com and also EricAsher.com. Join us on our social media platforms at Eric underscore Asher on X, Eric Asher on Facebook, Inside New Orleans Show on Instagram. And, of course, the podcast of this program can be found everywhere. Anchor, Spotify, our home base. We're on all podcasting platforms. Just search Inside New Orleans Show with Eric Asher. Hope you had a chance to catch us at 1 o'clock this afternoon for the, for the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Uh, Mike Dettelier is our guest. If you missed it today, 6 o'clock on LAE, 10 o'clock on The Deuce, WLATV2. Friday night, 9 o'clock, Pelican Sports Television, 10 o'clock on WLAE. Saturday morning at 2 a.m. on The Deuce. Saturday afternoon at 5 p.m. on Pelican Sports Television. Always at EricAsher.com. Always on our social media platforms. And always on the WLATV YouTube channel. We'll have that on our social media platforms for you, either this evening or tomorrow. And, of course, we want to thank our guests today, Gary uh, Smith and Ross Jackson in hour number one. Hour number two, Alec Cassell will join us in a couple minutes talking Pels. We'll finish up with Jordy Collins of the Jordy Collada Show. He'll be talking LSU with us at 5.35 this afternoon. Uh, also, today's program is brought to you by our friends at the Oceana Family of Restaurants. Uh, of course, uh, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant, the Hideout Bar, and, of course, Oceana Grill. Uh, and, of course, uh, again, all are open seven days a week. 
Oceana's got you covered with breakfast, lunch, and dinner. Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, and the Hideout Bar all are available for lunch and dinner. Great menus for you. The Hideout Bar has live music as well. And, of course, uh, this half hour brought to you by the Mothership, the, the one and only, the one that started it all, Oceana Grill. For the top 10 U.S. restaurant by Everyday Dining, um, for Everyday Dining by TripAdvisor, pardon me, open seven days a week. And, of course, if you love breakfast, like I love breakfast, and I tell you what, man, I tell you what, they're dishing out some fantastic breakfast for you at Oceana, world-famous crepes. Uh, you again, maybe look for traditional breakfast eggs, grits, sausage, bacon. They got you covered there. Pancakes, uh, also. Again, uh, whatever you're looking for in terms of, again, your favorite breakfast, they probably have it for you at Oceana. And, of course, uh, their world-famous Bloody Marys. Oh, my gosh. Uh, if, you, if you dare get, again, well, uh, uh, dive into one of those, I tell you what, you'll uh, especially for the Mardi Gras celebration, oh, you'll be so happy you did. And then, of course, again, the menu for lunch and dinner. Outstanding, outstanding. Chargrilled oysters, oysters on the half sheet. You can watch those chargrilled oysters made right there in front of you. Belly up to the bar, grab yourself a dozen and enjoy that there. The oysters are really coming in well right now, too. Of course, again, Cajun Creole dishes that are are absolutely outstanding for lunch and dinner, but so much more. Again, um, you know, great burgers, um, uh, steaks. Also, again, always great Louisiana seafood for you, as well as, again, fantastic barbecue ribs that I promise you will melt in your mouth. Fantastic cocktails by some of the great mixologists here in the city. And then, of course, don't forget also, uh, you can dine in the authentic French Quarter Courtyard, which is beautiful by day, spectacular by night. You can also rent that out for your next event. And then they have five private rooms that come in from 10 to 120 guests. And I'm telling you, ladies and gentlemen, you're looking to have an event in the French Quarter. you got to do it at Oceana. They know how to put on a party. Again, um, uh, from again, they'll sit down with you, do a consultation, find out what you're looking for in terms of your, uh, what you're, you're doing for your celebration and then let them get the work, giving you everything you're looking for, from, from the menu to the music to the ambiance. They'll do a great job for you. It's Oceana Grill. Again, family-friendly, but, again, a, a great dining experience as well. Have your next event. Get on down and enjoy a great meal, especially during this holiday, this uh, Mardi Gras season over at Oceana Grill. Oceana Grill, 739 Contact Bourbon, open 8 a.m. until 1 a.m. daily. Best time off Bourbon Street is Oceana Grill. All right, want to thank um, once again for those that are tuning in the five o'clock hour. Uh, those that sat in for me over the last week or so: uh, Scott Craig, Mike Vazan, the legendary Ken Berthelot, uh award-winning journalist Les East. Uh, Jim Derry, who does a great job with his podcast and, and Noble.com. Again, I'm telling you, this this guy is a, he's a talent. Okay, uh, Lenny Van Gilder of of uh, CrestleySports.com who does a great job there as well. Uh, all guests hosting the show, we really appreciate each and every one of them. Also, again, Rudy Dixon uh, producing, working again, coordinating things for me while I was out, and then of course Pat Galloway, again, also again helping to coordinate uh, again our boss over at Cumulus. We appreciate each and every one of those individuals for stepping in. My wife and I, as again some of you know, we're, we're in Chicago. We were in Chicago. Our, our oldest daughter Jamie had her first child, our second grandchild, our first grandson, and. You know, for Jamie and, and her husband Jose, it's been it's been a tough, tough road. Uh, again, um, they've tried several times to have babies, uh, and and again, uh, so many heartbreaks along the line. But uh, again, praise to God, praise to God, praise the Lord Jesus Christ again uh, for again a miracle baby, and uh, and the miracle of science, but also the miracle of again uh, of uh, of our Lord, <laughs> uh, because we are so blessed. We are so blessed. Uh, to have Julian, who, again, was born last Friday. 
a uh, healthy baby boy. My, my daughter's uh, again doing well in, in her recovery from from the uh, from the surgery uh, and, and the birth. And uh, the Asher family, very, very happy. And that's our second grandchild. Our first grandchild, Lola, was born last year about this time. February the 6th will be her second birthday. So, again, to say the least, Jan and I are very, very excited about, again, the next generation of, of our family. And we thank you guys for your prayers, for those that, that reached out, wanted to find out what's going on, whether you were just saying, hey, where's Ian? He's not on the radio. Or, again, those who reached out to find out what's going on, thank you so much. We very much appreciate it. And, um, again, Thanks to all those, again, that contributed in uh, allowing me to get away for a, for a week uh, to be able to be, be be there for the birth of my grandson. We appreciate it very much. All right, let, let's jump into it. A lot to get into now. Adi Gassel joins us. Of course, again, I, I say it every week, okay? You want to find out what's happening with the Pelicans, you find Ali Gassel. You get on on his uh, X feed, and uh, you allow him to tell you everything you need to know about, about your New Orleans Pelicans, and he joins us on the program now. Ali, how are you? I'm doing great, but it's going to be tough following that good news, right? Talk, delving into the Pelicans now. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, you know, I said this to, to Gary uh, Smith earlier today. You know, I, I leave the city, and, and, and the basketball goes in the tank. The, you know, the Lady <laughs> Tigers are losing. The, 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 the men are losing up in LSU. Tulane goes on, goes on a losing streak. Uh, UNO. And the Pels all of a sudden went from, again, contenders to pretenders. <laughs> Yeah, that was tough. But I'll tell you what, I enjoyed the heck out of that LSU South Carolina game, right? That women's basketball. Oh yeah, game. that was a heck of a game. Was heck yeah, of a game. And, then, and then look at the women's basketball yeah. is just taking. I mean, it's so different now than than again when I was mm-hmm. growing up. I mean, they had some great stars in women's basketball. Okay, I mean, again, you look at the history of women's basketball; some great stars. But again, you, you look at what Mulkey's done at LSU. You look at what, what's going on in South Carolina. And when those two powerhouses get together, you know it's going to be uh, uh, appointment uh, uh, TV, and it was. I mean, look at all the yeah. people, all the eyes on that game, right? Yeah, Ken and I talked about that last week, and look, I, I thought it was fantastic for the sport. But I'll be honest with you, and I think there's a lot of people that I've talked to feel the same way. They actually prefer the basketball purists, especially. They prefer mm-hmm. watching women's college basketball than men's. And for the simple fact, they just they just play the game better, and it largely has to do with they stay in school longer, right? They, they sure. form actual teams. You see the concepts and such, and unity as to where all these great players that go through men's college hoops, it's one and done, and you never really see like previous teams. Like I'm I'm talking back '80s, mm-hmm. right? Shashevsky with some of his great teams, and some of the Kentucky teams under Tubby Smith before even Calipari right. got there. So. No, Eric, I enjoyed the heck out of it. And I, I even told Ken, don't tell anybody, but I'm picking my off end of NBA to watch this LSU, <laughs> South Carolina. It's a shame, right? LSU had a chance to win, but Bree Hall hit yeah. a couple big threes for South Carolina. And sure. Yeah, that was all she wrote there. Well, you know, we, we talked about the Pels uh, at the beginning of this month as being a defining month for them, even though it's January, because we knew it was going to be a tough schedule. They're eight and seven in this month. They had lost three in a row before the win last night against the Rockets. Mm-hmm. And all of a sudden, again, it feels like the foundation's been shaken a bit, where, again, they felt like they were on the right path. They knew, again, what, what, what they were going to be defined as. Now there are a lot of questions on whether they should stay with the point forward position, maybe go with the true point guard. The, the, the trading deadline is next week. Will they move Valanchunas? Will they move Najee Marshall? Will they make a big deal and maybe lose one of their core players First of all, what, what do you think has happened in this month uh, to the Pelicans where they've been kind of exposed to some of the better teams in the NBA? But again, an 8-7 record, not what we expected when the, when, the, when the month started. Yeah, it's been a combination of factors. So I'll start with the two stars, right? Those are the ones that you rely on to carry you when you hit some rough patches. And so with Brandon, he's had kind of a tough shooting month. 
I think it even goes back towards the end of uh, the last month of December, in December, where that mid-range shot wasn't falling for him consistently. And so that combined with the fact that all of a sudden he's surrounded by healthy teammates, he looked to become more of a facilitator. And you saw it. I've never seen him attempt as few field goals for a month since he arrived in New Orleans as he did for this month of January. Now we're in February, of course, but that hurt because then all of a sudden when you're in clutch time, well, he's not warm or he doesn't have the confidence. And with Zion, he's yet not 100%, but the thing I noticed is he was playing really well. The Pelicans honestly felt like they had discovered something with that you know, 153-point win over the Utah Jazz. And then he honestly legitimately hurt his foot. And I think that really, you know, even though he played a couple of those games where they lost, it held him back. And it was noticeable. He, the movement wasn't there. I saw some effort, but it wasn't the same guy. We, like in Utah, we saw him pushing the pace, going you know, stronger to the glass, grabbing more rebounds, and just being more effective defensively. Against the Celtics, I thought he got exposed. Drew Holiday, who never looks to score, and he's reason why is he's the fifth scorer on that team on a very loaded starting lineup team the Celtics have. And yet Drew in that second half came out and took it to Zion. And then all of a sudden, Jason Tatum's fighting him in switches. And so, like I said, the Pelicans honestly just came into these three games not at their best, and you have to look at those two stars. Then when you look around them, Eric, they're still trying to find their way, right? Jordan Hawkins, how much playing time does he deserve? Trey Murphy's gone through a cold streak. And then that combined with, you know, trying to play Larry Nance more, trying that little experimentation where he starts second half, really has kind of backfired, right? It hasn't worked. And Jonas Valanciunas just showed again in the last win, right, against Houston, just how important he is. So there's a lot of things at play here, and least of which I haven't even talked about, just the clutch numbers in general. This, mm-hmm. this core hasn't learned how to play well in those minutes yet. So you add all those factors in, I think that kind of explains why the elite teams have exposed them. Because the Pelicans mm-hmm. aren't playing as well, I feel like, or as, as together as they were, say, middle of November through most of December, right? where they were beating a lot of good teams. It hasn't happened now. Do you think they are going to be buyers at, at, at the trading deadline next week? Do you think that, that they've been a little bit exposed here, that maybe Griffin was, is, is going to maybe stray from the course somewhere? Do you think he's going to stay the course here and, um, and maybe stick with this core, stick with this team as is? Griff's definitely a buyer, but I don't see anything out there for him. You know, we, we've talked back and forth about Jonas Valanciunas, and I honestly sure. just don't see an upgrade, right, moving and, and first of all, you can't even get Jared Allen anymore. He's off right. the table. Nicholas He's Claxton from Brooklyn supposedly you can't get. Mm-hmm. So do you want to really settle for somebody that's more of a project, like an Okongwu, Capella on the downside of his career, oh. uh, Wendell Carter with the Magic? I don't think so. I don't see how that makes any sense when, again, you see Valanciunas' importance to this team, especially when, like I said, they're struggling when Zion's not at his best or even playing. Mm-hmm. So I, I don't see why you would shake it up because, look, I know that they're not exactly competing for a championship. I think everybody can see that. But until this core learns to play explosive basketball when they're all out there, right? I mean, this starting lineup, Eric, if you're going to be contending for a championship, you've got to be better than your opponent. Right now, the numbers say they're not. They're just average. So until that changes, until your stars can play like stars, it really doesn't matter what you do around the edges. And for me, I don't know why you would do a seismic change when, honestly, changing out Jonas Valanciunas, like I said, for somebody else. It's a lateral move at best, and at worst, I think you take a step back. I think that locker room is so together. They, they at right. least know how to play with each other at certain points, right? Mm-hmm. They've, they've formed those bonds. That just wouldn't make any sense. I would just wait till the summer, and that's, that's my gut. 
I really believe that David Griffin is going to probably just sit that because one, the options, like I said, aren't there. And two, I think he really understands that this team, yes, you want to get to the playoffs and, and they look like they're going to do that. Sure. And, but you want to maybe win one playoff series. But other than that, you don't have too many more hopes. So we know the needs, long-term center, and maybe some help, especially a veteran point guard. But, again, I just don't see anything really available. So, so yeah, I think you let, you let Valanciunas that. walk for nothing at the end of the season? Or do you try to no, – I mean, look, he signed with a cap-friendly contract the last time, right? Yeah, he had an extension soon after he signed. They did the same thing mm-hmm. with Steven Adams. And there's still time. You can re-sign Valanciunas for another year, for another two, whatever you really right. want, until June, uh, last day of June, right? So Griffin's still got time to sew that up, and I think he will, right? Because even if you don't see Valanciunas as your long-term piece, you, you definitely don't let him walk away. He's still got value. You could still move him, right? But you definitely want to sign him because he's better than the other options out there. Uh, as far as Najee Marshall, um your thoughts on whether he may be moved at the trading deadline, um, considering he has the expiring contract? I think that when you're talking key names, and that includes Valanciunas, like a mm-hmm. Najee, maybe even a Jose or somebody, you know, that they really do covet, like Dyson Daniels, that it's going to have to be for a piece that you think can probably start and help this team. I don't know who's available because that that would make sense, right? DeJounte Murray doesn't move it, doesn't do it for me. Zach Levine, right, the the top names out there, Mm -hmm. they're they're not going to help this team, right? I mean, Eric, I don't know why when when CJ's playing at his best, we see what Jonas is doing, how Herb has improved. Mm -hmm. Moving or shifting those guys' roles makes little sense, right? When B-I-Z, those guys playing together, playing well together, is really what's at core. So I think if you're David Griffin, you still want to see if they can maybe work, right? Because how can you move, like, basically chairs on the Titanic – if you don't know which way the ship is leaning. Sure. And so that's, that's my gut, and that's the feeling I've been getting when I'm talking to people. They do want to make moves, but they just don't know for what and how to fix this because they don't know what they have here yet. Um, as far as the, the, the point forward position, and, and again, we're seeing turnovers down the stretch. We're seeing, again, the clutch uh-huh. time. Again, it's been one of the worst teams in the league. Do you think they need a point guard, or do you think that they should stay with the point forward position going forward the rest of the season? For the rest of the season, you stick with a point forward. It is Brandon Ingram and Zion's team. And we know today, if you can dribble the basketball, you're going to have the ball in your hands and you're going to be initiating the offense. That's just how it works. Look around the league. So if you were just, for theoretical speaking here, you were to bring in, even though he's not available, Chris Paul um, or somebody along those lines that's dominant, well, suddenly you're putting B.I. in a role that he doesn't want to be in. And we saw that under Stan Van Gundy. SVG took the ball in his hands. He didn't have a very good year and definitely didn't give any effort defensively. So just like they've done in Boston, and I keep saying this, if you really believe that B.I. and Z can turn the corner, then give them as much rope as those guys in Boston got, Tatum and Brown. And you've seen how it's now paid off for them. Because I don't sure. see a better option, like I said, and certainly taking the ball out of their hands. When Honestly, a person like Zion Williamson, and I know you know this, Eric, but a lot of people need to understand, he really hasn't added to his skill set. So the best thing for him to do is have the ball in his hands, keep working on it, because this is still very much developmental time for him. Putting a point guard in and just throwing the ball to him, yes, that's great if you maybe want to win a game. But I think you've got to right. be thinking longer term here. And if you really want to have championship aspirations, flat out, Brandon and Zion have to play better. Um, when you look at the inconsistent 
shooting at times. I mean, look, the record-breaking scoring against Utah, and then, of course, ice cold against, against Oklahoma City. What do, you, what do you attribute that to? I think currently I see a lack of confidence. I think when suddenly the opponent is cutting into your big lead, like the Pelicans have seen happen so many times, you start thinking about it. And then, of course, guys that are struggling a little bit, especially I'm looking at Trey Murphy, C.J. McComb, for whatever reason, seemingly in the fourth quarters hasn't been as potent as he is earlier in games, right? That's been an issue. So suddenly everybody's looking around. Brandon's even hitting a bit of a wall, and Z's having those turnovers, can't get to the rim as easily. Everybody's looking around being like, well, we're going through it again. We can't figure it out. Nobody really wants to take charge, even though when you talk to them, like after practices, even after games shortly thereafter, they're a confident bunch, but in the moment, I know they're not. You can see it and look in their eyes, the way they play. I mean, Eric, just look in Boston. I thought they played fantastic at basketball for almost three and a half quarters. Right? They played with force. Right. They knew what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But then yeah. it, it was like somebody turned off a switch, and that's what I'm mm-hmm. talking about. That happens because people start seizing up. They start playing more iso ball. They stop playing with pace. And then there's a slew of other things that go along with it, in turn affecting your confidence. You know, I, I talked about January being tough, but February is starting off pretty, pretty tough as well. You know, you're at San Antonio um, uh, on, uh, on tomorrow night, but then again, t- Toronto at home, and then you go on that Mardi Gras um, uh, road mm-hmm. trip at the Clippers, at the Lakers, at Portland, at Memphis, come back to take on Washington on the 14th. Uh, in your opinion, what do they have to do in this in, in this in this particular uh, month? As far as and they were eight and seven this month, where do they have to be? Right now, they're they're in seventh, but they're only a game out of uh, really out of fifth uh, in the West. Mm-hmm. Right. So you just went to a tough stretch where conceivably, even if they were playing well, they probably were going to win just one of those three games, right? Mm-hmm. Because all those three opponents, I thought, were playing really well. That showed. So suddenly, while you're looking at the schedule, there's a lot of road games. I think this is a very doable schedule. I said before okay. yesterday's game, I expect for the Pelicans, if they really turn it around, they could win six of the next eight before the All-Star break. And certainly getting off to a, the right foot against Houston really helps. So, yes, that, mm-hmm. that stop in L.A., that's going to be the tough part to me. Clippers, mm-hmm. honestly, Eric, they're looking like the best team in the West, and I think they should be the favorites for a lot of people right. to come they're out of the West. Third. They can 31, healthy, 31 right? wins already. <laughs> right. Uh, so – yeah, it's all with Kawhi, Paul George. Can they just stay out there? Mm-hmm. Same thing with James Harden. But the Lakers, they're in a bit of a disarray. You know, I think LeBron and AD have played really well this year, and yet you look at them, they're a game under 500. And AD is yes. beginning to slow down a little bit, so they're in very much trouble. That's a game you can win. And like I said, everybody else that you just listed, those can all be wins in my book. If, like I said, they play like we've seen through good yes. stretches right since the middle of November. Is uh, Willie Green a little bit of a hot seat? No, I don't think so at all. He hasn't lost. You know, first thing you look at is relationship with players. Mm-hmm. Still very strong. Communication is there. And second of all, you look at the buy-in. And I'm still seeing, when I see Zion Williamson trying to stay in front of somebody in the fourth quarter, I know right. he's, he's still listening to the rest That's of the group, point. including yeah. the coaching staff. Mm-hmm. So, no, Eric, I think without a doubt, Willie's fine. I don't know where this talk sometimes comes from, but it, it, right. The way it would happen is they'd have to go through another 10-game losing streak and suddenly one of your stars basically tunes you out, right? And that's not right. going to happen. Nobody foresees that happening. I'm with you. Ali, thanks, uh, thanks as always. I'm, I say it all the time. If you're looking for inside information on the Pelicans, you go to Ali Cassell. Ali, how can folks follow you on social media? Yeah, thanks. Anybody that wants to reach out to me, that's how you do it. Find me on X slash Twitter. I will always say Twitter. <laughs> uh, yeah, my full name, 
<laughs> Ali Cosell, O-L-E-H-K-O-S-E-L. Or you can hit me up with a DM. But, yes, I'm currently in a transition period, and I'm going to be starting up something of my own soon. Just not exactly mm-hmm. sure yet what that's going to be. Beautiful. And, of course, we'll keep you in, in, informed on what that is and when that happens for sure, no doubt about it. Ali, thank you for the time as always. We very much appreciate your time. We'll talk again next week. Absolutely. Have a good weekend, Eric, and you too, Rudy. I never say have a good weekend to Rudy, so yeah. I had to say it today. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Thanks thank again. You. There he is. What a guy. Ali Gassell. Uh, uh, again, Ali Gassell, uh, uh, check him out on on, uh, on X or Twitter, at Ali Gassell. All right. Uh, don't forget about my friends at Burkhart. Again, uh, if you're looking for electrical work, Burkhart has electricians on staff. Simple ceiling fan uh, simple ceiling fan installation, upgrades on your electrical panel. Maybe you're installing a charger for your electric vehicle. Uh, if it's electrical needs, Burkhart has you covered. That's right. Uh, ask about their comprehensive home inspection, safety inspection as well. And, of course, again, when it comes to generators, Generac generators, they are the experts in installation of a Generac generator. And, of course, what they, what they built the company on, air conditioning and heating system, industrial, residential, commercial. If you're looking for a company you can trust, uh, it's Burkhart. Whether, again, it's repairs, where, again, they're, they're NATE certified technicians on one of those 15 trucks in the field that will come out to your home, give you a 30-minute courtesy call before they do so. Uh, we'll go out there, again, with the intention of repairing whatever is wrong with your system. If not, they can offer you some of the great systems out there like a matter and their fantastic warranty. Now, you want a company you can trust? Go with a company I've trusted for 30 years. It's Burkhart Air Conditioning and Heating. ACpromise.com. That's ACpromise.com. Today's program brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. It's Mardi Gras time in the city. So whether you're heading down to the French Quarter or out in Metairie, we got you covered. Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon Restaurant here in Metairie. Also, again, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and the Hideout Bar in, in the French Quarter. All will be open throughout the, throughout the Mardi Gras celebration. If you'd like to get on a Bourbon Street balcony, Old New Orleans Cookery has Bourbon Street balconies available for you. Uh, again, with, again, uh, there's the full uh, layout, drinks, uh, cocktails, food, restroom. I mean, it's a fantastic deal. And also, again, our friends at Mambo uh, with their rooftop bar, same thing. Uh, food, drink, cocktails, uh, and, of course, restroom, and a lot of fun. Uh, if you're going to do Mardi Gras, do it at one of the Oceana family of restaurants. We'll be right back with Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show. Don't move. Hey, this is Tim Duncan, Vice President of Athletics at your New Orleans Privateers. Join me every Tuesday at 3 p.m. for the NOLA's Team Radio Show. We'll discuss the latest in privateer sports with our coaches, student-athletes, and some of our most famous alum. Join us on 1061 Nash Icon, your privateer sports network. And remember, NOLA's Team, we are your crew. Let's go, privateers. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. It matters who does your taxes. When you get your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt, prepare to shout, Jackson Hugh, yeah, from the rooftops. In the event you don't get your biggest refund, you'll get your money back, plus a hundred bucks. Eastbound Crescent City Connection, uh, Lafayette to the I-10 merge, 24 minutes, 17 minute delay right now, slow between Whitney and O'Keefe, we're seeing a 30-minute ride eastbound I-10, Kenner to downtown. Westbound I-10, Reed to the flyover, 20 minutes slow between Esplanade and the Claiborne flyover, 15 minutes eastbound I-10, flyover to the high-rise. That's about a nine-minute delay. And seeing westbound I-10, downtown to Kenner, 22 minutes, an eight-minute delay. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. On the East Bank and West Bank, from the lake to the Gulf, the men and women of the Jefferson Parish Sheriff's Office keep our parish safe. Some are on the beat, 
others behind the scenes ensuring the safety of our community. JPSO is now looking for correctional officers and 911 dispatchers. Your community's calling. Answer the call. Visit JPSOjobs.com for the complete benefits package and salary. Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue. Open seven days a week, offering a creative menu of all your New Orleans favorites. Fresh Louisiana seafood, great sandwiches, soup, salads, daily specials, and a Sunday brunch. Contemporary Creole cuisine, great southern dishes. Check out our menu online at bienvenueharahan.com. Dine indoors or outdoors? Place your order or inquire about catering at 504-305-4792. That's Bienvenue on Hickory, 467 Hickory Avenue in Harahan. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. If you ever have any problems with your air conditioner heating system, you want someone who will be there to help right away. Take it from me, Eric Asher. When it comes to repair, there's no one I trust more than my friends at Burkhardt Air Conditioning and Heating. Burkhardt provides emergency repairs for any brand of cooling and heating system, and you can call them anytime. The team has years of experience, and they know how to get you up and running fast. So when you need help with your AC or heating system, you want someone who will be there right away. Visit Burkhardt at acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com, and tell them Eric sent you. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in authentic French Quarter Courtyard or on our Bourbon Street balcony. Come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at mambonola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. From your friends at Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyers, laissez les bon temps rouler. Let's make this Mardi Gras season fun, festive, and safe for all. Don't drink and drive. Please use rideshare or a designated driver. All right, folks, don't forget about my friends at Mambo's when it comes to this Mardi Gras celebration, February the 9th through Tuesday, again, Fat Tuesday, February the 13th. Uh, rooftop will be available for you. The day tickets are from 11 a.m. until 4 p.m. They're 150 bucks. The night tickets are 6 p.m. to 1 a.m. They start at $200, and they get all-day access for 250 bucks. Those prices will get you a New Orleans uh, Cajun Creole Cuisine buffet, open bar, and, of course, a private restroom uh, and, and also rooftop access as well. So, again, for tickets. MamboNola.com, that's MamboNola.com, to find out more about, again, uh, uh, Mambo's uh, Rooftop Bar uh, Celebration. Uh, Again, starting on Friday, February the 9th through Tuesday, February the 13th, uh, Mambo's, again, uh, uh, renting out their uh, their rooftop bar for you to be able to go and have a great time. Of course, all part of, again, what Mambo's does with their fantastic menu. Of course, not just one bourbon, not just a, a, a rooftop bar, but a bourbon street balcony for you. Also, again, authentic French Quarter Courtyard, beautiful day. 
spectacular by night. And, of course, again, fantastic menu for you as well. Uh, all, all your Cajun Creole cuisine favorites, along with, again, fantastic steaks, barbecue ribs, fa- fantastic Louisiana seafood, some of the best mixologies you'll find in the city, and, of course, again, a great selection of uh, cocktails for you as well as spirits, and, of course, a great beer selection as well. Right next door is the Hideout Bar, where, again, you can enjoy live music, fantastic cocktails, a great menu, and that's open to close. Lunch and dinner seven days a week at Mambo. Of course, live music right next door at the Hideout Bar, Mambo's, and the Hideout Bar. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street. To find out more, go to MamboNola.com. That's MamboNola.com, where you can also find out more about their Mardi Gras celebration. Again, always a great time on Bourbon Street at Mambo's and also the Hideout Bar. All right, joining us in the program now, our good friend Jordy Collada, the Jordy Collada Show, each and every week here on the show. Uh, Jordy jumps on with us. Of course, he's part of now the New Orleans Football Network, doing a great job uh, with his platform. Jordy, welcome to the show. How are you, my friend? Hey, good afternoon. Great to be here, man. Great to have you back, my man. Um, first of all, before we get started, tell us about uh, your show, how folks can find you on the net, how they can keep up with you guys on social media. Yep, on social media is the easiest way to do it. That's where you can find a link to everything. We're at Colada Show, wherever you search, Instagram, Facebook, X, Twitter, uh, all of the, the socials, TikTok, you can find us there at Colada Show. And then on YouTube, every day, like you said, New Orleans Football's YouTube channel. And then you know, we also have our Colada Show channel. It's still up and, and has some content as well. So um, lots of places to get to us. YouTube, we just found out, you know, analytics came out from after 2023. It actually surpassed Facebook as, as a platform of, of people going and, and viewing content. So, uh, you know, it looks like the world is really moving to YouTube. And, you know, it's mm-hmm. good that we've been there for a couple of years and, and really love it over there. So come find us, New Orleans.Football and the, the Jordy Colada Show. Uh, congratulations. And, and of course, again, um, uh, talk about New Orleans football, because, again, I know you're excited about that partnership. Yeah, without question. I mean, look, they got 73,000 uh, subscribers on, on YouTube. You know, I mean, just really opening up to a, a really big audience. You know, I mean, I tell you all the time how, uh, you know, we get great feedback down in the city when, you know, we're just kind of walking around or eating and enjoying mm-hmm. life down there. And, you know, people that talk, come up and say that they, they see me on, on your show or, or hear me on your show and, you know, to be able to kind of expand that audience and jump on Nick's network with New Orleans Football, which he's done a great job of him and his team building that, uh, you know, that audience up. It's, you know, we're there every morning at 7 to 9 a.m. So, uh, you know, we're, we're getting more exposure down there in the city and, um, you know, getting in front of a bigger audience. And, you know, that's kind of the name of our game. It's sure just is. trying to, you know, trying to make ourselves accessible, you know, trying to make ourselves accessible to as many people as possible. And, you know, Nick's platform has been fantastic for, for, for us on that. And I'm sure you've been fantastic for this platform because, again, Jordan does a great job. It's a fantastic show. You guys should be checking it out each and every day. Again, uh, again, it's the Jordy Collada Show. All right, uh, Jordy, um, man, I tell you what, the 2025 class just keeps getting better and better and better. They got a, they have the number two prospect in the in, in Louisiana now uh, to, to sign on the dotted line. I mean, uh, Kelly's killing it, man. Devin Harper, offensive lineman, and, and you're right. I mean, Brian Kelly is, is, is absolutely cleaning up and, and recruiting. And, and moreover, he, Brad Davis, the offensive line coach, you know, I mean, we, right. we talked about a position group, you know, his more than others. And I can't recall a, a group that's been transformed faster with more depth and talent 
than Davis has done in the two and a half years that he's been on staff. He was the only coach that Brian Kelly retained in, in, in the turnover, and Davis was a guy that, look, he's a Baton Rouge native. He played at Bel Air High School. He, uh, you know, he's gone off and he, he's coached at some spots. He's coached under Sam Pittman at Arkansas to the offensive line, who was a great tutor for him. And, you know, I mean, he's always been a dominant recruiter. He's always had that reputation. You know, he looked, they lost Lance Hurd in, in the offseason. That, that yeah. was probably LSU's pick, you know, biggest lose to the loss to the portal. You know, it was a, was a five-star offensive lineman out of Louisiana, a guy that played and started an SEC game as a freshman and really had a bright future. You know, they, they lost him, and, you know, you, you don't really feel it. And, and don't let me sell that, that, that you know, look, they're, they're, they are a better team with Lance Hurd on the roster than they are without him. But they're in a position where they they can get through it, and they can get through it seemingly pretty unscathed. I mean, they, they, they've got so much talent. I mean, you, we were rattling off the names this morning of the guys that they have on campus, the guys that they have coming in, and now the guys that they have committed. And, I mean, it, it, it's, it, it's as impressive as a group and, and, and position room that – you know, we talk LSU's. You know, been known for wide receiver, you DBU, sure. running back, you all these spots, and, and and rightfully so. Man, the offensive line, and it's about to start here in this this draft class. You know, with with Emory Jones and Will Campbell in that group, but you know, Dellinger going into the draft. You know, next season, all those guys are going to get scooped up really early, and then right. it's going to be a wave of offensive linemen for the next three, four, five years that are just getting drafted with the talent that they have on campus. Which is kind of what we thought when Kelly came here, right? That, that he's a guy that is, oh, you know, again, coming from the Midwest, that, again, that the trenches would be in. But a lot of these guys are homegrown, right? Well, they are. And, and look, that's his reputation. I mean, I think, Kelly, if, you could, if there was one thing that he was extremely confident that he was going to re- rebuild or, you know, even really kind of construct himself when he got here, you could tell when he talked about the offensive line, he'd give you a mm-hmm. look like, we're going to be good there. <laughs> you know, like right. – <laughs> Rest assured, we're going to make sure that we have an offensive line. And it's, you know, you kind of study his teams and, and, and go through his history, and he always has. I mean, he's, he, he always has had a, a really good offensive line. And, you know, for a long time, Louisiana, for whatever reason, was, was, was not really a, a mm-hmm. state that produced year in, year out consistent groups of linemen. They, they would every now and again pop a guy like Cam Robinson or Lyle Collins or you know, someone like that, but I mean, really, over the last three to four cycles, it's it's been, you know, it's been one after another. You know, I mean, of of just you know, outside guys, tackles, interior guys. I mean, they've got a couple of guys committed in this class. We mentioned Devin Harper, who just committed mm-hmm. from Cap from, from Calvary Baptist. He started at Captain Trees, but I mean, you, you 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 turn on his highlight film. I mean. He's he's like sitting on guys' heads. I mean, he's, he's pancaking guys. I mean, it's 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 a different type of athlete. That's another thing. That room, you know, I mean, you put them all together. You're talking about guys that are accomplished. I mean, captains of their team, state champions, all state guys, all metro, all league guys. I mean, you know, they they've, they've got a room full of of skilled, talented depth. It, it, it's it's a very exciting room if you're an LSU fan to look at. And, kind of think of what the future's going to look like. Yep. Hey, um, I do want to ask you about LSU baseball getting ready to crank up. Um, yeah. your, your thoughts on how good this team can be this year? Look, you know, 
I was asked this yesterday, and, and I mean this wholeheartedly. Right now, if you look at LSU's campus, they have as, uh, as talented of a group of coaches that they've ever had, just a collection of them, from Mulkey to Kelly to McMahon to, you know, to, to Jay Johnson, and even, you know, guy like the gymnastics coach, the best arena. I mean, mm-hmm. Jay Johnson is as obsessed and as committed to his sport, and this is no disrespect to anybody else up there. He's just at a different level. He doesn't have any kids. He doesn't have any hobbies. He doesn't. Mm-hmm. He doesn't do anything other than baseball. And and what he's done to this roster after losing the number one and number two pick, E, and they're a top five team. I think Baseball America had a number two this morning in their their preseason poll going into the year. <clears throat> this is not on the reputation. I mean, like the 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 ranking is not on the reputation. It's not about the you know. It's not about the letters. It's not about LSU. This team is loaded. I'm telling you, when you see this team up close, I was able to go out there two weeks ago and watch them just kind of scrimmaging and playing around in, in the box, and they'll have a scrimmage again this weekend before they get going pretty soon here. The the, the amount of arms that Johnson has, he's got 11 lefties that he's going to throw, like that he is going to count on. He's got 19 guys that he's going to bring out of the pen that are just uh, – it's you know, we were talking about these offensive linemen that, that, that Brad Davis has. I mean, Jay Johnson has that in his, in his arms. I mean, he's – the pitching staff is upgraded, and they lost the number one pitcher in the country, and, and they lost the number one pick in the draft. You know, I mean, they are a better, deeper – more well-rounded group. I, you know, the, these 11 lefties that he, he loves all of them. And, and that was one thing, you know, kind of like Kelly, you know, we were talking about restoring the offensive line when he got here. He, he was talking about he was going to do that immediately. Jay Johnson did the same thing about bringing in lefties. You know, I mean, he kind of looked at the roster and was like, whoa, you know, where's the left-handed pitching at? And, you know, LSU had kind of been avoided. You know, they'd been avoided of that for, for the past couple of years. And, you know, Jake Johnson was kind of like, oh, okay, I, I got, I got my mission. You know, I mean, I, I got my task, and I know what I'm going to go get accomplished here pretty soon. And that was, you know, recruiting, bringing in, and you know, putting together a, a pitching staff that, that that's going to be really formidable. And you know, I can't wait to watch these guys play. You, you got some, mm-hmm. you know, you got some talented guys, you know, coming back. Uh, you know, Josh Pearson's going to be back. They've moved him from the outfield to second base. You saw how good his hands were last year in the. In the postseason tournament, he'll he'll kind of slide in there. Gavin Gidry's going to be a guy that kind of goes two ways for you. You play him at shortstop and and and, and see him on the pitching mound, obviously for for LSU. So they got the star power, they got depth. Uh, you know, I, I think they got a chance to, to to defend this thing. I would think at the very least, you know, LSU is now back in the back in that that conversation where. You don't want to take Omaha for granted by any means. Right. You kind of just assume it's going to happen, but you know it, it feels like they are a they're they're a postseason contender every year now. You know, I mean, you were kind yeah. of going. You know, LSU kind of went through a spell there where you were you were hopeful they could get out of the supers and and get to Omaha. It feels like the program's now kind of back in a place where year in year out they they should be there in the final eight in Omaha. Just but you know, I mean. Uh, he is a relentless recruiter, man. I mean, like he is obsessive when it comes to building the roster. VMI just about what fifteen or so days away. So again, uh, ready to get it started again. Do you want to ask you about the LSU Lady Tigers again? They've dropped uh, well, one, one South Carolina, then of course Mississippi State. Um, just again, maybe a little hangover from South Carolina. What were your thoughts there? Well, I mean, I think they, you know, I mean, 
we we we, we kind of relate everything down here in, in in South Louisiana, all of us sports fans, to kind of football, and they don't have a quarterback, they don't have a point guard. You know, what I mean, they they don't have that person right. when the game gets tight that can take control of it on both ends. You know, and and I think Van List's a really good player. I, I think she she does some good things. She's out of position. You know, what I mean, really at, at what they're asking her to do. Right. And you know, I I don't think Poa they don't trust her last year mm-hmm. poet they, they don't trust her enough to put her in those big spots i mean you saw how she kind of managed her minutes south carolina she went out there threw one ball away and she just yanked her out you know what i mean right. and then she you know she puts her in at mississippi state she kind of you know she wants her to, to 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 play and she just doesn't have that experience she didn't have those minutes yet you know i think van lift the the, the it's just a bad matchup, you know. I mean, when you talk about point guards in the league in the SEC for her, I mean, it's just her her lateral speed is she just can't keep them in front. And yeah, you know, I just think ultimately that's the issue. You know, I mean, they're, they're talented. I mean, they, you know, they were they were neck to neck with with the number one team in the country for yeah for for, for thirty seven minutes. You know, I mean, mm-hmm. that thing was 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 back and forth, and LSU was in control for a while. But you know, when the game got tight. And you had to have somebody to really control it, make the right decision, don't turn it over, make a bad shot. I think you can look directly to the last 20 seconds of the first half of that South Carolina game when Van Lith brought the ball down, comes in, shoots the runner in the lane, bounces off the back iron. South Carolina runs it out, shoots a three at the buzzer. I mean, that's a five-point swing. You look at the final, you know, I mean, they get beat by six. I mean, it's just decisions like that where you you need a point guard who, you know, just understands the the the, the moment. You know, the decision right. that has to be made, and they just don't, they don't have that. They miss Alexis Morris more than anybody. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, the 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 men take on Arkansas this weekend after getting blown out by uh, Alabama. Your thoughts? I got about two minutes. Yeah, I mean, look, they're about to run into the bus all the schedule. You know, I mean, that they're, yeah, they're I agree with that. You, you needed to get some early wins and. You know, I think LSU. Obviously, you've seen the talent upgrade. They, they've they, they've gotten better in, in this off season, but still, I mean, the SEC. You know, I mean, we, we talked about it in, in baseball a little bit. How you know how good LSU is. I mean, mm-hmm. the, the SEC dominates. The you know, obviously, the, the landscape there. Football, they're the head of the the king of the mountain. And you know, I mean, the basketball. I mean, you look around. They've got the best coaches. They got the best facilities. A lot of the good mm-hmm. players are here. And you know, I mean, while LSU put together a pretty competitive roster, it's not. It's not the upper tier uh, of the league. I mean, they got Arkansas coming in here on Saturday. That's a that's a must win. You know, I mean, when you look at the the record, you look at kind of the the state of Arkansas. LSU needs to get that win because it's about to get into a territory where um, you know it's going to be tough to come by. Yep, no doubt. Jordy, thanks for the time as always, my friend. That's a, again a great um, uh, look at what's going on with LSU athletics right now. One more time, tell the folks how they can follow you on social media, follow your show, and of course where they can check your show out as well. Seven to nine a.m. the uh, daily Monday through Friday. You can hit us New Orleans South Football's YouTube channel, and then we're all over social at Colada Show. Easy to keep up with us, and we'll be posting highlights throughout the day. So if you need to click the link back to us and, and find us, it should be pretty. Pretty easy to get to us. So 7 to 9 a.m. daily on YouTube and every Thursday right here on on uh, the Eric Asher Show. Appreciate it, my man. Thanks so much as always. We'll check in with you next week. Um, great, uh, great breakdown as always, my man. Thanks again. 
Later, Have a great weekend, man. See you. You too, bud. There he goes. All right, folks, don't forget about Burkhardt. They'll get it fixed no matter what make or model. You can call Burkhardt any time because the phone is answered 24-7 by a Burkhardt employee, not somebody in Iowa, right? And then some of the most experienced Nate certified technicians in the area that, again, they'll get there quickly in an emergency. They'll do the job right. They'll leave your home spotless. And most importantly, again, they are going to try to repair the system. They're going to find some some mystery part that, again, is going to cost you X amount of dollars to try to force you into, again, buying a new system. No. Again, they take your comfort seriously at Burkhardt. That means you're keeping the product on hand. Your system breaks. they got a replacement ready for you. But, again, they do their level best to make sure they can repair your system for you. It's a company I've trusted for decades, a company you can trust as well. 15 trucks in the field, 30-minute courtesy call before they come to your home of business. That's North Shore, South Shore, East Bank, West Bank. That's Burkhardt. That's acpromise.com. That's acpromise.com. Today's program is brought to you by the Oceana Family of Restaurants. It's your Mardi Gras headquarters. Oceana Grill. Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookery, and the Hideout Bar, all in the French Quarter, Bobby Bear's Cajun Cannon uh, Restaurant in Metairie. If you're looking for a great place to go to get a bite to eat anytime, but especially Mardi Gras time for the celebration, get on down to one of the Oceana family of restaurants. Eric Asher with you till 6. We'll be right back. Mambo's, 411 Bourbon Street. Three floors of incredible dining in what might be the most beautiful restaurant on Bourbon Street. Cajun Creole cuisine at its finest and magnificent cocktails. Come dine in our authentic French Quarter Courtyard. On our Bourbon Street balcony, come experience Bourbon Street's only rooftop bar. Mambo is perfect for a night out with friends, a romantic getaway, your next event, or a delicious meal with family. Lunch and dinner seven days a week. Order online for delivery at MamboNola.com. Make your next New Orleans memory at Mambo's. Dave Miet Insurance is a full-service independent insurance agency since 1958, offering auto, home, life, health, business, and commercial policies, serving the East Bank, West Bank, North Shore, South Shore, and River Parishes. Dave Miet Insurance is your one-stop insurance specialist. Call, click, or come in for a quote today at 504-556-0809 or DaveMietInsAgency.com. Sportsbeat is the place to watch your favorite team. Come check out all the games, including the NBA, college basketball, and baseball on 20 TVs. Open seven days, 11 a.m. to 2 a.m. Happy hour, 11 a.m. to 6 p.m. Great menu featuring two, count them, two steak nights. Wednesday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice filets. Friday night, 6 p.m. till $10 choice ribeyes. Private room available. Sportsbeat is located at 3330 Ridge Lake at 16th Street behind Wendy's on Causeway. Sportsbeat Pub and Cafe, home of fantastic cocktails, large beer selection, delicious food, friendly staff, and all the sports you can have. Come join us at Old New Orleans Cookery, 205 Bourbon Street. Open late, serving lunch and dinner seven days a week. Have an extraordinary cocktail while enjoying authentic Cajun Creole cuisine in our dining rooms or our beautiful courtyard. Two Bourbon Street balconies with adjoining private rooms to dine in or have your next event. Bring your family or friends for a wonderful dining experience. Old New Orleans Cookery is perfect for date night. Order online for delivery at nolacookery.com. It's always a great time on Bourbon Street at Old New Orleans Cookery. So you're sitting in traffic on I-10, tired of your long work day, and you're dreading cooking dinner for the family. So where's the place you should think of? Oceana Grill. Get ready to indulge your palate with the flavor it deserves. From blackened bayou duck to our signature barbecue shrimp, we know how to get you asking for more. Whether it's sitting outside or in our courtyard or kicking back at one of our indoor, unique, vibrant dining rooms, Oceana can make you feel right at home with our friendly staff and our naturally New Orleans cuisine. Oceana Grill, 739 Conti in the heart of the fun. 8 a.m. to 1 a.m. daily. We know what you're missing in your kitchen. Oceana Grill. Here's some things you probably don't know about Dudley DeBosier. I make a mean jambalaya. But I stay clear of the kitchen. My favorite way to relax is sitting down with a good book. Me? I have four kids. I haven't relaxed in 20 years. And I love a good crawfish etouffee. 
Heck, when I do crawfish, it's just peel and eat. But despite our differences, there's one important thing we have in common. We're lawyers who love helping people. Demand Dudley DeBosier, 444-4444. Chad Dudley, New Orleans, LA 2315659. This report is sponsored by Jackson Hewitt. It matters who does your taxes. When you get your biggest tax refund from Jackson Hewitt, prepare to shout, Jackson Hugh, yeah, from the rooftops. In the event you don't get your biggest refund, you'll get your money back. Plus a hundred bucks. Eastbound Crescent City Connection, uh, Lafayette to the I-10 merge. 24 minutes, 17 minute delay right now. Slow between Whitney and O'Keefe. We're seeing a 30 minute ride eastbound I-10, Kenner to downtown. Westbound I-10, Reed to the flyover. 20 minutes, slow between Esplanade and the Claiborne flyover. 15 minutes eastbound I-10, flyover to the high rise. That's about a nine minute delay. And seeing westbound I-10, downtown to Kenner. 22 minutes, an eight minute delay. New Orleans Funeral and Cremation Service Traffic Center. All right, folks, that's it for me. Thanks to Gary Smith, Ross Jackson, Ali Cassell, Jordy Collada for joining us on the program. Also, Rudy back in studio producing. And, of course, coming up next is the Life Resources Battle Line Sports Hour with uh, Michael Green and Ken Trahan. So keep it right here on 106.1 FM. On WLAE-TV, it's the award-winning Inside New Orleans Sports. Mike Dettelier is my guest. Check us out at 6 o'clock tonight. And, of course, we'll have that up on our social media platforms at some point either tonight or tomorrow. I want to thank the Oceana Family of Restaurants, Oceana Grill, Mambo's, Old New Orleans Cookie, Bobby Bear's Cajun County Restaurant, the High Out Bar for their sponsorship here on this Thursday. And, of course, all the sponsors sponsor our program. Go to ericashton.com for a slideshow of the sponsor. Sponsor our program. Click on the icon of your favorite sponsor to take you right to the website. Everything you know about those sponsors right there for you at ericanshow.com. Thank you for your support of our sponsors. We thank our sponsor support of our program. Great to be back in the in, behind the mic again. Thanks so much for tuning in today. We'll see you tomorrow for the end of the William Grant Family Distillers Friday Extravaganza. I'm Eric Asher. Have a wonderful evening. From the dog kids of the governor, that includes the mayor, and all those on the football side on airline drive, they all got to go. Better know that right. Broadcasting from the Dudley DeBosier Injury Lawyer Studio, official injury lawyers of the New Orleans Saints. Anytime, anywhere, smartphone, tune in radio app via Alexa. We are WRKN, Picayune, New Orleans.